Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. Are all your relationships the same? It's a very interesting question because a lot of times we are, and and people don't notice this, and I think they should pay attention to it. This is where self-awareness comes into play. This is where um, paying attention to your spirit is important, is are you dating different people but the same characteristics? How many people have we heard over the years say, I've got the same person, but in a different body. And you hear it all the time. And I'm going to give you a, a very straight, a straight answer to that to believe it truly is. And it's you have healed. You I would healed. agree with that. Yeah. And also, there's, there's an addition going on. So when you get, if you haven't healed, from the past relationships and you haven't come in a completely new version of your thought process and subconscious thought process, then you will just keep attracting the same and the same because expectation level there to say, let's say somebody has spoken to you previously in a way is in a way that it doesn't work for you. It's not nice. They, maybe they, swear at you or they're quite disrespectful towards you and you haven't healed from that as an example and then you go on to another relationship and maybe you waited two years you know what I'm not even going to get into a relationship I'm going to wait I don't want the same person again so you wait years and then you get into a relationship and then you've got the same thing happen that's because that that level of that subconscious level is still attracting and drawing to yourself what has happened previously because that hasn't been cleared from you you haven't set new expectations for yourself so subconsciously you're still bringing in the old expectations and you blame the other person so it's therefore but actually you're drawing from them what you're expecting from my take on it i'm gonna add some crazy caveats here Hopefully you guys don't mind if I do. I agree with everything Anthea said, but I'm going to add a a nice little sprinkle of it. Why are you entertaining the same behaviors? You see, like, let's say you've been in a relationship and it wasn't the best. You know, there was a lack of communication. um, You know, there was foul language, let's say, or emotional abuse or anything of the sort. 
the next person you date and you start to see the flags or you start to see like tendencies and you don't address them. That's what I'm saying. Now you're entertaining that behavior. And it's like, as Anthea said, why aren't you putting a stop to it? It's because you haven't healed. Yeah. And a lot of times we're thinking that we could change somebody to fit our narrative. That's the thing. So let's say you come out of a bad relationship and you meet somebody and let's say you've che- you've dated a cheater in the past and then you're dating this new person and you see that they have cheating tendencies, right? We all know what they are and we'll maybe cover a podcast on it. Um, they have cheating tendencies. And then you never address those uh, cheating tendencies. You say, well, you know, he likes me or she likes me. It's totally okay. And you say nothing, You've now set yourself up for the failure by not speaking up. Absolutely. And I totally agree with that, Michael. I totally agree with that because if you don't address it, then it just continues. It just continues. Now, if you address it and and it continues regardless, because it doesn't mean just because you addressed it and the person agrees that it's going to continue, um, that they're going to do, um, that they're going to, I don't know, not change their characteristics, but recognizing themselves. And actually, if they really want to, they really are into you, they're really drawn to you, and they really do have a connection, you guys have a connection together, they will look at that and they will see what they can do to make a difference to the relationship. So they will show up differently. And if they're not showing up in a different way, then they don't care. They don't care what you're saying. And it's just going to continue that way. I would agree Um, with that. But you can't, in a lot of senses, and I'm sorry to cut you off, in a lot of senses, we'll always blame and say, oh, it's all the person's fault. Every relationship, you're blaming them instead of saying, you know what? Maybe there's some things that I'm doing. Right. But this is this is life in general. How many people play the blame game? And if they've they something's it's happened, victim. it's, it's victim mentality. It's a massive victimhood mentality. And so, okay, look, we're all going to go through that victimhood mentality throughout certain stages in our life. We're all going to feel that way with certain things. However, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. You have to. You always have to come back to self and always have to recognize what's happening in you and what is it about me that. That is, that's creating this around me because no one creates your life for you. You do it. It's it's like this. It's so it's, it's amazing how many people shy away and hide away from the fact that they are in control of their own thoughts, their own emotions, and how intentions are in life. Because so many people don't have a t- intentions; they just go around life and do what they do and they leave the same thing over and over again and that's not just in a relationship it's with everything and anything you can think of in life and I think it's time people start taking responsibility for themselves and responsibility and accountability and accountability absolutely and stop that blame game always it's about someone oh he done this or she done this or whatever it is and it's like actually Oh, yes, they could have done that. That is not going to deny that if somebody went and threw something across the room, you can't say they didn't do that. No, it's not about that because they did do that. Yes. However, why, like Michael rightfully said earlier, and why are you staying within that if that's the kind of behavior that's taking place? Or if someone's going out to a club every single weekend or someone's cheating or whatever, whatever the scenario could be, it's your, it's your choice 
to be around. And that's the thing. It's a place that you choose to do. You choose to be there and you choose to entertain that. However, in the same breath, you want to say, yeah, but they done this and they done that. Well, you're choosing to stick around that, that scenario. Well, so I'm going to take it even further. You chose them. So if you keep yes. choosing the same partners over and over again, and then you're wondering, well, why are my relationships failing? Sweetheart or dude, you're <laughs> choosing these people. Um, so you know what? Again, I'm not pausing the show, but we have a very, very interesting statement here. And again, we're actually going to start reading statements. So if you guys put it in the chat, we're actually going to start reading them. So hopefully, uh, Matthew, you don't mind. Um, loving someone is not about easy stuff. It's about carrying them when there is no strength, when strength is no longer there. Smiling and being positive in the face of whatever the next corner shows. Crying alone to appear strong. Finding a way, sacrifice, and doing it gladly and making sure they're okay. It's not just called love, it's called true love. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Yes, relationships are not all sunshine and roses. No, they're they're not. not. We, you know, and a lot of people have to extract, and thank you again, Matthew, for posting this, um, have to extract that Disney fairy tale BS that we're told that relationships are supposed to be smooth sailing. Now, this is why it's so important. And I had an amazing conversation with somebody about this yesterday. Um, you know, you made a, um, a very strong point in there, Matthew, um, about um, finding a way and sacrificing it. We live in a day and age where most people are just used to just quitting in a relationship, anything, but if we're talking about the relationship dynamic, most people are used to just quitting. When shit gets hard, and again, I don't like to swear usually, they'll just leave and date someone else. And then it's when the it gets hard person. with them, they'll they'll get they'll date someone else. And then what happens is is they're dating, which is a term I actually don't like to use anymore. When you um, are looking for a partner, you should be looking for purpose. You should be looking, there should be an end goal. When you're saying, I'm dating somebody, what you're saying is, well, you know, I just want to see what's out there. And you want to test and try different people's hearts and then kind of hope to get it right. Absolutely. And can I just um, also say, before you continue there, um, this is where the vetting process comes in. So you can yeah. refer back to one of our previous podcasts where we do speak about vetting and and the importance of vetting your partner, well, somebody before you get into that relationship, before you say yes to being in that relationship, because I think this will help people in the long term, like exactly what Matthew's saying here, like we're speaking, I think where you're speaking from here, Matthew, is a, is a point of view of being in a relationship that you're quite happy in and mm -hmm. you're going to have the, you're going to have the ups and downs, the, the, the roads and the bumps in the road. And that is life in general. We can't expect if our life is going to be like that, what happens when you add another person to it? It's going to happen because that's just called life, right? So when you're in that stage and you've been in a long-term relationship and things are good and you've vetted that person and you have the same intentions in life, you want and you support one another, then it's not about leaving. It is about um, supporting one another, no matter whether it's something 
something, whatever happens. But I think we're also saying that if you're meeting somebody and your seats as the last person but in a different body then you've got to understand who are you choosing are you going into that too quickly are you just meeting people like and why are you choosing them yeah and why are you choosing them like you're going to know from the beginning by the first things they start speaking about it's going to give you an indication of what they're about it really is you've really got to listen and i think this is where uh, there's a bloom in so many relationships where people don't listen. They just want, they, they hear it, but they don't actually listen to what's being said. And they go, yeah, yeah. And they want to say what they want to say, but they're not listening to what that person's saying to them. So the problem isn't solved. It's always just covered, covered, covered. So, um, was coming from the view. Um, okay. We're, we're going to address that too. Um, okay. See, I want to touch on I want to touch on the end part, finding a way in sacrifice. You see, it's very interesting because again, in a lot of relationships, people don't want to sacrifice. It's give me, give me, give me. Yes. And then I will give you when I feel like it, or I'll give you a little bit. So I will touch on that. Um, and you were coming from the point of sickness and health. Yes, like that's how it should be, Matthew. And looks do fade, like people get old, things happen. It should be that way in sickness and health, but let's look at the dating market. Let, let's be honest. The divorce rate is through the roof. People serial date like crazy. Nobody is sticking it out anymore. I'm not saying that it's not impossible to find, but I'm saying let's look at it from a realistic lens that no one's sticking it out. They get bored. Things don't work out. They don't address problems. They just say, well, I can find someone else where I can just go find, you know, go over there and see if the grass yeah. is greener. And so Aunt Kerry said people use people now and they do. It's like it's this selfish, very selfish point of view of what happens in the dating world. Right. And yes, it is about what works for you. I agree with that, because if it doesn't work for you, then how are you going to I'm I'm going to You're correct gonna that forward. statement. It's what works for both of you. Yes, yes absolutely. But initially, initially, yeah. if when you meet somebody, if they've got nothing about them that works for oh, you, yeah. then you're yeah, not yeah. going to move forward, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, but, 100%. Yeah. yeah, so that initial mm. part of it. But then again, that's where I think exactly what you were saying, where we have to take that time and understand who are we choosing? What is it about them? Why did you choose them in the first place? Okay, and, and so many people are confused with this attraction factor. <coughs> Just because you're attracted, it doesn't mean they have the traits and you have the traits that's going to work within that relationship for one another. And that's, I think we'll refer back to the last of Love Versus Lust um, podcast also, because yeah. that speaks deeply about um, the difference between the lust and love, because... I think so many go with the first the look of somebody and go and they and they like what they see, but they don't know nothing about the inside of them. Take the time There's out. No find. There's no substance between in, in it. There's no deepness. There's no. It's just I like what I see, and this is where we were. We're going to speak about when is too soon. When's the time to like uh, have bedroom fun? Because so many people will have that attraction factor from the off go and then bam they're running home having bedroom fun and they don't know nothing about one another 
guys, I want to, I don't want to pause the show, but um, we have four viewers in here, which is awesome. Thank you for joining us. Um, you know, on our Wednesdays and Friday shows, we're going to have the topic, but we're actually going to read your comments and tweets as well. And we're going to address them in the podcast. So if you guys want, um, put a one in the chat. Um, if you want us to discuss your comments and chats, um, during our live stream, put a one in the chat. Um, and we'll do that. We'll include that on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, so we're going to read off some of them now. If you don't want to give more than you take, then you're not the right person. Uh, six years with a sick partner. And it's amazing because she is a previous bad marriage about where it's when. See, I agree with that. I agree with that. You see, he made a very good point. A lot of times relationships are just about what can I take? And let's talk about relationships. Relationships are what can you give? Yes. Yes. It's not I'm, about what yes. you can take. It's about what you can give. What can it you show up with? giving vessel. Yes. That's what a relationship is. It's a giving vessel. So it's what can you give? Because a lot of times people are like, well, I'm only willing to give if, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, that. that's not a relationship. Now that's yeah. like, <clears throat> that's something else next world. But a real relationship is about giving consistent, consistently and consecutively and watching it grow. When things get hard, because even myself, I like to say this one thing. I don't want to see you at your best. I'd love to see you at your worst because I want to see how can you handle things when things go left? Yes, absolutely. How can you handle things when they go left? Do you bail? Do you get angry? Do you throw things? I want to see how you handle things when they go left. Now. Um, And um, Melissa said a healthy relationship is about mutual respect uh, mutual compassion, mutual trust and affection, the, that uh, true partnership. Good yep. morning, everyone. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you for joining us, my darling. And yes, you are so on point. It is about, you know, it's, it's about mutual respect. It's about everything you just stated there, um, the compassion. And it's not, it is like if both be, if both parties, what can I give to one another? What can I bring to the table? How can I make this the best? And you're looking at it in that perspective of life then you're going to have a better chance of making things work and and having a better relationship but if you're turning up and you're thinking what can I take what can what can this person give to me what can I get from them then you're kind of starting off on that you're completely starting off on the wrong foot because it's all about what you want and not about what you can what you can give to like and you know what we've had this discussion before Michael where we've said um, well, we've spoken about what we're giving. I've just lost my trail of thought there. Um, See, I oh. love what she said, though. Um, it will be what you attract. Yes. But we also have to look at it from this deciding factor. And I want us to look on the outside. People, you're going to get all types of people attracted to you, right? You're going to get all types. You can't control that narrative of what comes to you, but you can't control what you entertain though. And that's what that's was the saying. difference. That is the biggest, because a lot of people will say, um, you know, what you attract, you can't control who's, who finds you attractive, who likes you, who doesn't like you. That's external forces, but, but you can control 
who you entertain, who you decide to entertain longer than you should. Are you entertaining somebody you shouldn't be entertaining? And I think we're going a little bit a bit deeper than that. When when Melissa was saying it's the belief you hold to the yeah, yeah, and it is. It's like like I said earlier on. It's that subconsciousness. It's it's a belief system. And if your if your beliefs are that you're always attracting um, the wrong person, or there's no good people out there, there's no good people left in the world, or they're two beliefs that people hold. And I've heard it so many times yeah. oh the good ones are taken well if that's a belief that you have then you're going to attract you're going to attract the you're going to attract the people that are not um that are in alignment with that that are not good because you're saying what you're actually speaking out or what you're subconsciously um what your subconscious is holding in a belief system uh, and we live in a belief driven universe at the end of the day we do everything works with our subconscious and our beliefs so what you're attracting there is is your belief. So you have to look at and understand what are you saying to yourself? What's the story you're telling about a relationship? So who's showing up in your life? And like Michael rightfully said, when they do show up, if they if they are not congruent to who you are and an alignment with what you want, and you're just seeing a pretty beautiful cake on the outside with lots of chocolate and sprinkles and cream and you're like oh this is so looks so delicious want to eat it and that's you're just going head in to eat and you're not taking time out to find out what the ingredients are in that then you kind of you're setting yourself up again for something that could go completely the wrong way and you're not understanding what you are believing in what your belief system is so listen to the story you tell about relationships take time out for yourself understand yourself know thyself as they say, get to know you. So when you do show up, you can show up with compassion. You can show up with respect. And if you're respecting yourself and you're compassionate towards yourself and you're loving yourself and you're doing all the right factors for you, then you're going to bring in and you're going to attract somebody the same and if you don't then you need to understand what is it in me again and when you do show up and you do attract the right person and that person has been brought to you and you've come together then respect one another man you know i'm i'm gonna give you guys uh some uh some story time with mike uh, (laughs) um you see this is where i had to take accountability in my life I dated a lot of women that didn't respect me, Mm. but I don't blame them anymore. I used to blame them. Mm. Now I say I allowed it because I'm telling you, I used to be in the mindset of, oh, like this girl did this to me and she did this. No accountability. So I couldn't handle. You can't handle the truth. I couldn't handle it. Yes. I couldn't handle it because I had to look at myself and say, it's me because I wasn't standing up for myself. I wasn't asserting myself. I was afraid to lose them. So I was like, it's better that I say nothing, keep them, but then still be disrespected long-term. So that's why I'm saying that um, you really have to look at yourself and say, okay, what am I entertaining? What am I not entertaining? And you have to stand strong in your principles because a lot of times, and again, I, I don't like this, 
but it's just facts. People will bend principles and habits they have for another person compared to their past person. And I've, and I've noticed that a lot. So let's say you have a principle for a new person. You might break it for an old person. You, 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 you might be like, no. So it's really being able to enforce standards. Yeah. And And know your standards and know what you want and have that, have that know in yourself. What is it you're looking not on the outside? What is it you want deep? in like what sustenance yeah because it's like for example we have to ask yourself why do you drink water you don't drink water just because you drink water because it brings you sustenance right yes you drink it because you need it our bodies are made out of water you need to quench your thirst that is sustenance so it's like even in a relationship you need that sustenance So that's what's very, very amazing about that. And, you know, Matthew said a very interesting point. Love the accountability and responsibility line. And and that's what it is. It's being held to a standard. And we're going to talk about it, damn it. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to do an investigation today. (laughs) Um, I love Um, that. (laughs) I just want to see what um, what Matthew said here. He said... um, confidence attracts people your soul heart attitude generosity charity respect etc makes the chance of love more possible yeah i completely agree with that matthew and again they're the substance of things they're the deeper side of things they're not just they're not on somebody on the outside and i think that's where we need to sit down and really understand what is it what can we bring and if we have that respect and your soul your heart your attitude your generosity to charity and the respect that you naturally have for yourself and for others then you will have that come to you and i think melissa said something earlier on here that i just wanted to read where she said um there is a partner out there that is perfect match for you wait for them and i agree with that too you know i had um this is a little anthea story yeah <laughs> um hang on if it's an anthea story Go ahead. Go ahead and tell your interest. I had a recent experience where I had that I was not looking at the red flags of what was going on. I was completely blanking it because I was I gave myself my own story to what to how I to be able to what's the word um, to say to myself it's okay, it's okay what I was seeing. Well, you tried to justify it. I tried to, that's, thank you very much, Michael. I tried to justify things. And then I realized, wow, I really healed from other relationships because I've just entertained something that I know isn't going to work for me. And it wasn't just because of me. It wouldn't work for either of us because in time, in time, what we were... I thought I was bringing the best to the table and I don't know what he thought, but I thought I was, but then what I was seeing around me wasn't in alignment with what I'd asked for and what I wanted. So, in and I entertained that. And 
that's my responsibility. I had to take accountability for that. And I had to understand in myself, what is this about? I had to question me, not question the other person. Yes, I questioned the behavior of the other, but then I still had to come back to myself because I went through a phase and of asking, well, why try this to myself? I thought I had completely healed. I didn't realize that there were still other things around, but again it was an attraction factor it was a story i had told myself there was so much behind it that i had to stop and take that accountability and once i fully took that accountability for me and, and took responsibility for what i was doing then i could move forward and i could move on with peace with absolute um, peace in my heart right and i love that you said that and uh you know we're going to touch on two strong points here we're going to do some whipping um because um and i'm gonna say this people don't like being held accountable because when somebody holds you to a standard now you're like i actually have to you know do work hmm. i can't sit here and just kind of be a bump on the log like this person is going to hold me accountable to some degree and then when, let's say you operate and like do some bad behaviors, they're going to call me out on it. And, and, and to touch on um, Anthea's story a little bit there, a lot of times we tell ourselves stories. We're great storytellers. Yeah. And there's <laughs> stories that hurt us more than anything. It's like and, lying to yourself in a sense, right? It's like a... Well, it's, we want to believe in it so much. Yes. That we create an illusion. Yes. For it to fit our narrative. And and that's the thing. I always say you have to be reality based. You cannot be emotional based. You have to be reality based. When you live in reality, things are a lot easier for you. Um and I actually wanted to say one more thing as well on Anthea's story. You can only control what you do. You are cannot control how someone else operates. All you can do is provide the information and wisdom. What they do or don't do with it is not your problem once you've provided it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. That because you cannot control them. And you cannot change them. You cannot yeah. like you can have the best vision for somebody and you can see the greatness of what could come through someone. However, if only you are seeing it and they're not and they're not participating within that and they don't they don't know that, then they can't become that. And then you can't be that person that says, I can make a difference to them or I can change them. You just can't. Everyone has to is responsible for themselves it doesn't work you know, it, it just makes me laugh because you have people out here trying to do this to people trying to change them like some type of transformer you know what I yeah. mean? Like, no, like you need to understand that in a relationship you are only held accountable for what you do yeah you cannot be held accountable for what someone else does or doesn't do all you can do is help them get there that's it. Provided the information you provide. So let's say, for example, somebody disrespects you in a relationship or they said something um, that you did not like. 
all you can do is provide the information to say, hey, what you said, I don't, I didn't agree with it. Or like, can you please know, can you please not do that again? You know, that's a boundary for me. Don't do it again. You've provided the information. What they do with it is up to them. They can say, oh, you know what? I don't want to do that way again. I understand that that's a boundary for my partner. I won't behave that way. Or they can keep behaving irrationally. It's totally up to them. But it's also understanding, this is where they also need understanding, that any lack of action or action is going to result in a consequence, good or bad. So let's say they take your information and they use it the relationship becomes better. They don't use your information. There's consequences for that. You're either going to leave the relationship um, because you shouldn't have to tell somebody multiple times. They are not a child. I'm not calling them a child. I'm saying they're having childlike tendencies. I shouldn't have to tell you multiple times not to do something or that something is a boundary for me. And if, if there's you, respect, if you care about me, and you respect you one another, aware, yes, yeah, that that's a no. Yes, 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 yes. And if you continue to see someone's behaviour as being in the same way, it doesn't. And you've spoken to them, and you've spoken to them, and you've sat down, and you've had heart to hearts, and they're still doing the same thing then you can't change that. And it's an acceptance that that's who they are. When, and every time I hear this and I say it, it just aligns with me more. When someone shows you who they are, believe accept them. It. Yeah, believe it, exactly. Believe it. They're showing you. Because there's another thing that I've experienced where the words are one way and the actions are, do not align with the words. The now, words have no sustenance if there's not strong action behind it. Thank you. So that was a realization that I had to come to understand and realize that, hang on a sec, I'm hearing, oh, I've, previously I've heard these words, words, and they sound so lovely, and they're so brilliant, and they're so cool, and they, it's what you want to hear. And then you watch the actions are so misaligned and that's where you, and if you speak to that person and you're saying, well, look, your actions and your words are not aligning. Um, I'm seeing completely different to what you're saying. And they go, and then they fix up a sense of, no, that you want this to work. So they start to actually look at their actions and realize that their actions are misaligned with what they're saying to you. And they come into alignment with that. That's because they do love and respect you. They do have that compassion. They do want to make it work. So they're going to do these things to to help to make the to help the relationship grow. Now, when you're being honest and open um, with people, and you're sitting down and you're having those honest and open conversations, will make a difference because if you're in respect with one another and it will grow to become something great. But when you're seeing the opposite happen and you're sitting down and having conversations and they seem like heart to heart, however, they're going out after and the actions are still not aligning, there's a problem, man. And you have to look at those problems. And you then, and this is where we're saying before, how many people just run, right? They run yeah. away from things. But it's, 
it's because the other there's so many people are not willing to put the work in so it does break down but you can't do it by yourself the other person has to be on board with you man it, it's not a one-man thing it's a two-way thing right i agree with that is there anything else you wanted to add no i think sorry it's kind um, of bit blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I actually wanted a few to more say problems. something very important. Um, and honestly, I hope you guys can take this to the bank when I say this. It's shiny box syndrome. So mm. what it is, it's like, let's say I have a glass of orange juice. And I hype that up. And you're like, oh, my God, that orange juice looks so amazing. It's colorful. Box is great. Everything's amazing. Can I have a sip? And I still keep going on about how amazing the orange juice is and how amazing and, and all this thing. And you're still like, can I have a sip? And I still keep going on this tangent of how great it is. And you never get to try the orange juice. Now, how does that tie into that? Is the action of drinking the orange juice shows, hmm, he was actually right. The orange juice is amazing. Mm. I but like that's that. the thing. If 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 I just keep telling you how awesome it is and you never get to try it, that's exactly the alternative or the flick or the switch of somebody telling you, hey, I'm gonna change or this is gonna stop, but they still keep hyping it up instead of just changing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. No one's asking you to change for your partner. Let's keep that a hundred percent. Let's talk about that relationships and i'm only going to say this once are about sacrifice and compromise not too far left not too far right not your core principles but certain things relationships are about compromise you don't get to get into a relationship and, and we've covered this on the podcast and say well i get to do what i want to do and you still get to be in a relationship with me no there's certain behaviors and certain habits that you're going to have to display for you to stay in a relationship. <clears throat> Absolutely. So that's why that's so important because relationships are about give and take. So let's say I'm a, I'm a single man. I meet a girl. We start dating. Those single habits, I don't get to do them anymore. I don't get to, I don't club or anything, but let's say I go clubbing on the weekend, guys night out every weekend. No. There's certain habits that have to stop for me to have that relationship. Mm -hmm. Same thing on the women's side. That's yep. what a lot really? of people don't understand. It's, it, it, it's like it, they want their cake and they eat it too mm -hmm. when it's like it doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. And know, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Matthew made a good point about uh, despite being together, you are individuals. Yes. And I'm going to, and I'm going to give you a great caveat here. One of my good friends, he's, he's happily married, six kids, same woman, they're married. Right. But you see, he understands dynamics because what happens is, is his family needs his attention. There's certain habits that he cannot display because it will ruin his family. It's the same thing in a relationship. There's yeah. certain habits and principles that will ruin your relationship. Absolutely. If you're used to being dysfunctional single, go be dysfunctional single. But you cannot be dysfunctional in a relationship. It will end. No. Because then, wanna, yeah. 
rude and disrespectful being single, that's fine. Be rude and disrespectful being single. But But don't drag someone else into that. Yeah, you can't be that in a relationship. Absolutely. It won't work. Nope. And uh, Matthew was saying bad words and actions of others is a reflection of them. Oh, sorry, Kath, uh, no, it does say Matthew, a uh, reflection of them, not you. Um, this allows you to figure, to forgive and start afresh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, when there is bad words and actions or whatever, and it is, it's them, it's not, it's not, you're not doing it. It's not you're saying it. But you have to look at that. And then, yes, absolutely. I think forgiveness is one of the biggest keys to having a peaceful life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if you can't, it's part of the <clears throat> healing process. If you don't forgive past relationships, then you can't move on relationship. And I think that is so big within a healing well, that's process. Why therapy's, that's why therapy is very important. Um, yeah. People should uh, go to therapy. Um, but... I love the fact that Matthew said something and thank you for engaging with us today. Pick your battles. Why are you trying to make everything a fight? People don't realize that they're picking every, everything has to be a fight or an argument when it doesn't have to be pick your battles very wisely. Yeah. And find your voice within a relationship. I think it's really important to be able to speak what you need to speak. And and if you feel afraid to say something, <clears throat> then then you've got to understand well, let's, why. Cla- let's, let's clarify that. <coughs> speak your voice does not mean you have to be rude. No, no, let's no, no. Clar- no. Let's, clar- let's get that out. It does yeah, not mean you. to be rude. Yeah. No. I don't like to be rude anyway. So I, I, th- I suppose my mind was just going straight into the... Um, no, no, but it's just because some it. people yes, absolutely. would assume that speaking your mind means being non-agreeable, means like being disrespectful or being rude because some people will be like, hey, they told me to speak my mind and tell you you're a piece of crap. No, no we didn't no, tell you that. No, With what we're saying is, is that conversation, that heart to heart sit down and speak and you know and um express what what it is that that you if somebody felt somebody's uncomfortable or someone's overstepped boundaries I, i never think that anyone should ever approach anything with a with an aggressiveness it should always be in calm and a loving how can you show up how can you speak about it in a loving way because if you're approaching if i'm approaching you michael and i'm just come to you and all of a sudden you're gonna stand back and be like and you're you're gonna all i'm gonna hear is this that's that's all i'm gonna hear exactly so my actions which is the aggressiveness will have a reaction which will be of in alignment with what with with how i've just showed up so if if i'm showing up screaming and shouting or being aggressive then that's what's going to come back to me so you've got to be very aware of how you approach this so um when i'm saying speak your mind just to clarify again it's i'm saying to sit down and come from a loving place and speak of it on the loving side of things and be able to express yourself in that way and not to fear what uh, what the other person thinks because at the end of the day too many people are scared of what the other person's going to think about what you're going to say well they're afraid they're going to leave or what they're afraid they're going to leave if you're with the right person, you wouldn't have that fear. Thank you. Um, 
But I will say this. What you said was very interesting because you see, I talk with a lot of people and I had a disagreement with one of my female friends. She never got out of pocket. She was still respectful. She was still, and you know what? She led with femininity and her leading with femininity made me step back and say, you know what? Maybe I was a little out of pocket because that's the thing. When you are, when you're not leading with femininity for um, um, a female or leading with masculinity, when you fight like that and one person's going to try to up the other person. So like, let's say she came at me rude. Oh, she was rude to me. I'm going to be rude. She's going to be like, well, he wants to be rude. I'm going to be rude. And then it's just this. But you see, she led with femininity. She was like, Michael, um, you know, I think you just need to take a moment. She gave me some facts. And I stepped back and said, you know what? Maybe I was out of pocket. And I apologized to her and said, yo, the reason why I, I, I calmed down, I wasn't getting angry. But I said, you led with femininity. No matter how far I tried to take it, you still stayed in feminine frame. And I was like, yo, okay, I was wrong. I'm but I've had kidding. some girls never do that and say, I'm going to destroy you. You're a terrible person. Like, and I'm like. Oh, yeah. And it, and it will get. And that's what I mean. You're going to have the your the reaction is going to be the way you approach something. Um, and women, you know, can be like that. And probably men can be like that yeah. too, you know. Um, ego. Yeah, it's an ego thing where they come, oh, you know, trying to tell somebody else what to do. And I think you can't tell someone what to do. You can approach it with compassion and respect and ask and, and just give what your desires are or what, how you see things to be. But you can't tell them this is what you have to do because that is going to get somebody like, whoa, straight away. It's going to, it's approaching in the, in the wrong, in the wrong way completely. And I want to just go flip back again, just to say, this is why the subject we're speaking about here um, and I know we've opened it up on a big level, on a, uh, a big scale here to say the relationship, the why the relationship is turning out to be the same is because of everything we've spoken about in between here. Like, you know, it is about vetting a person. It is about taking that time to, well, first of all, healing for you, understanding your belief system. How do, what do you say about your relationships? What is it? What's the story you tell? Do you, are always saying I end up attracting the bad ones. I've got the worst ones. My relationships never work out. These things are um, a story you're telling yourself that's a belief system that's creating the outcome for you. So really look at you first and foremost. And then when you do find somebody, take that time for yourself, to, like vet the person, understand, express your, express what you're about and what you would like and listen to them when they speak you're sitting down for something to eat, listen to what the person's telling you. Like, listen to them. Because if you actually, they will be telling you who they are and what they're about. And you'll be able to hear you know what? it. It's, it's very interesting because I've noticed that people will tell on themselves if you let them. You Thank just have you. to watch. They will tell on themselves every single time. I've had, I've, I've, and the reason why I so know this is because of recent experiences. And I just, they, people do tell on themselves. They really, really do. 
Just listen. Um, listen. But before, Ma because Matthew has to go, I want you to read his last comment and we'll and then we'll address it and then we'll wrap it up. Um, is this the never overcomplicate? Let uh, no, the uh, about modern feminism and masculinity. Oh, sorry, I've got to go a little bit further up. Uh, modern feminism, feminism, and let me just make this bigger so I can see it. <laughs> and old uh, masculinity is pure evil. Don't need to be woke. Just respect people for not rocket science. That everyone the same based on words and actions. Now I completely agree with that. It, it, it is that it, it, you, you can just strip it down to the basics, can't you, Matthew? Honestly, like love just respects people. Um, and that respect starts with yourself. I always say, if you respect yourself, it's 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 a very ease and flow thing to be able to respect others, um, and you get that you naturally get that respect back when you have that respect for yourself. So yeah, definitely, I agree with that. Your thoughts on that, um, Michael? Uh, you know what? Let's strip it down to bare bones. You know, obviously, again, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's all about respect. It's all about understanding. Um, you know, naturally, again, and we'll probably do a topic on, I think we might have maybe covered it, masculine femininity is needed, but not the extremes that we have it to today. Yeah. We have had um, a podcast on that one. Yeah, just just not to the extremes that we have it to. Um, so again, um, guys, look, this was probably one of the best lives we've done because of the audience um, and the level you. of engagement we have. Um, you know, we want to try to make Wednesdays and Fridays episodes not too long, um, but we want to be able to cram it all in within like 50 minutes. So um, with that being said, guys, look, thank you for partaking today. Hopefully you guys took something away from it. Um, as I said, we're just here to open up the dialogue, but we want to be able to give you things that you're able to apply to life um, that you can use because anybody can have a conversation. Right. But it's can you take what that person said in a conversation and apply it to some form of life to make your life better and enhance it in some shape, way or form. Um, so, again, we're going to be going live on Friday. We're going to be talking about um, unconditional love and conditional love. And is it a fairy tale, uh, which would be a very interesting topic. Um, so, again. Thank you guys for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, we will see you soon. And uh, hopefully you guys can join us for season three, um, which uh, we're hoping yeah. to start at the end of the month. It's going to be better. It's going to be not that season two wasn't good, but this is every time we're always looking to elevate um, what we do um, with the topics, content, value, all of it. Um, and we'll probably have more surprises for you as well. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. Like, honestly, the interaction has been phenomenal. We do love it. It's, it's really nice to have that interaction and hear people's point of views. And it gives us that it gives us that thing to be able to move forward and find other topics to speak about. Mm -hmm. And um, please do like and share. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Like we've always said, we love doing this we want to continue and uh, subscribe to us on youtube also that would be phenomenal and anywhere guys anywhere. anywhere yes youtube tiktok twitter instagram wherever. like wherever you feel comfortable Just we've provided the platform subscribe to us there guys so thank you look forward to seeing you on friday yeah and we'll see you on friday bye